Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Dez Inside podcast. Yo, two guys just talking to everything Arizona, one with a geezer perspective and one with a cool perspective. So tune in, listen, and get what you want out of this. <laughs> and as always, Suns and Four. Well, that was fun. Thanks, Twitter, for more ideas, as always. Where would my ideas come from if they weren't on Twitter? I have no idea. <laughs> but what is good, everyone? Welcome to another Desmond Side podcast. <laughs> I, didn't I am see Des. it up there. I didn't even this see is it. Cy. What's up, bro? Episode 28? Episode 28, just like, you know. When you think you know somebody, you know. <laughs> Speaking of twenty-eight, that's the age, you know, that my significant other got engaged. You would know that, you know, if you. <laughs> so, <laughs> backstory, back joke here, folks. Desi sees my Instagram story last night, which is a safe date that one of my friends that got it reposted. Which, if you're listening to this pod, you'll probably getting one too. So be patient. Um, be patient. And if you're not, you know, and if you, if you have no idea what we're talking about, um, I mean, just get to know me more. Maybe you'll get invited by it before it happens. But Desi says, congratulations in an Instagram message. As if he, like, didn't know that I was already engaged and that we were planning a wedding. And actually puts in words, I didn't even know you were engaged, bro. The revisionist that I am went to go check the Instagram post. Which was a receipts. year and some change Rece- ago. The receipts are there. <laughs> and lo and behold, who liked that post? <laughs> Desi Abeda himself, high-performance mentor. <laughs> what you need to do is get some high-performance on your memory because you are getting old, my guy. The fact that you oh. can't even remember significant life events and in, in not just friends of the pod, your co-host of the pod. Listen, man. Listen. Listen. How long ago was this? It was a year ago. That's not that long ago. It was a year ago. ago. Dude, it was a year ago. And the fact that the save the date said next year, it was just, you know, it was confusing, dude. Well, I don't know if you know this, but we're living in some pandemic (laughs) and you can't just schedule things whenever you want here, Desi. Hey, bro. Sometimes, I mean, you wouldn't know that if you looked at the picture of uh, what people do these days. So listen, man, I'm sorry. But you know what? We're... We're not going to even go there right now because that's not what this pod is about. I'm actually stepping into episode 28 with a little bit of violence. Do you want to know why? I have a few ideas, but please tell our audience. The violence is actually against you. And (laughs) (laughs) I didn't actually think that was coming. (laughs) Good, good. I'm coming at you from all angles. The violence is actually towards you, Cyrus. And I'm listening. We have developed quite the friendship quite the partnership since we started this pod right episodes 28 and when did we actually start because we started i think the first round we started in the playoff nba playoffs right right yep yep yep. so we have been talking weekly almost like every other day since then so i'm thinking in my head that when a big game is on maybe cyrus isn't at like that a beta brother level where you want to facetime me during the game so that we can have uh play in reactions which this is a side note i would really love to do that at some point because i think it would be really great content uh anyway i don't think that we're there yet but you know what my expectation of you 
is to have your text message text messages open and ready to respond. So the other night, when it is a big pivotal game between the Cardinals and the Rams, I'm texting back and forth, and I'm like, damn, where the hell is Cyrus? And my first thought was, I'm going to be so fucking pissed if him and Alana are watching a movie together <laughs> and he's not watching this game right now. So moving forward, Cyrus, you and I have a partnership, okay? <laughs> I expect you to be my emotional support buddy when we are going to lose a game at home once again. But here's the thing. Let me let me just put a, a stop on that really quickly. <laughs> First of all, fandom for you and I are in the opposite of spectrums. We've talked about it multiple times. So Desi can send this flood of negative texts, and I will respond with literally the one thing he probably doesn't want to hear. Like, So Desi would see us go and kick a field goal still down by seven. I'm like, don't worry, Des, we could still get the onside kick. In his mind, we've lost the game. In my I, mind, I would say we could get the on, onside kick. There's still 37 <laughs> seconds, and we're, we're good. And of course they did, but that's, that's beside the point. Another thing, part two of this partnership that you need to understand, my friend, <laughs> is I process football and basketball differently. I watch football and don't want to be disturbed kind of fan. And I just enjoy the game and 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 kind of go through my emotions afterwards, win or loss. Granted, on on you know, big plays or or game-changing moments, I'll react. But I'm not sitting there texting like I do. This is the problem. Desi got spoiled with how I text during a Suns game because a Suns oh. game is very, very different. I am locked in on key Suns games, and I am flooding Desi with texts. On a Cardinals so many game, emotions it's, in my it's, brain right it's now the for opposite. you. And you know what? I don't know how to explain it, but I need you to understand if this is going to be a partnership. <laughs> that this side of the house likes to respond differently when it's football and basketball. The passion and the the fandom is still there, but the response and the style, it's like, you know, it's like your business emails, right? You don't just email your boss the same way you email your coworkers, right? And for me, my boss is probably the football games. I like to, you know, be professional and handle it after the, you know, Sunday has come to the conclusion after the work week has come to the conclusion and poise can hit it every single day, any time of the day. Yo man, what's up? What you doing? Where's this? What, you know, that kind of thing. That's how I feel during basketball game. Very back and forth pace, you know, scoring go left and right, you know, those kind of things. So, so now that you know that maybe we can move forward with the uh, expectations have been set. And so now you can respond for the next pods to come on how I, interact with you on the, the basis i'm not your emotional support wall okay you know what's really great about this because i'm pretty sure that at least ios has this capability you know how like you can create focus areas mm -hmm. i'm actually going to create a custom one and i hope you read it next time if you do try to text me during the game i'm going to set it just for you that says leave me alone cyrus <laughs> <laughs> Fine, be that way. <laughs> and when you text me to pod, I'll put it on work mode so I don't get notifications. Okay. Um, this is going great. What's up, man? How are you? <laughs> things are great, man. Actually, so, you know, intramurals, people are wondering, our, our intramurals, no, haven't had updates in weeks. I'm going to be honest, our four on four squad is underperforming right now. We have four had four on four in the uh, middle school cafeteria. Yeah, it's just, we're Not just underperforming. Well. Um, the talents there, we just haven't put all the pieces together. 
this last week tonight is the conclusion of the season before playoffs, I believe. Damn. Is uh, everyone entering the playoffs? Is that the kind of system? No, no. There's only four squads. And I think we're the fourth seed again, similar to our but we should be a we should be the second seed, but we're we're just not good right now. And we're hoping Playing we have games. this miracle run where we can put it all together right now as the season comes to an end and then have a decent playoff run being the two games that it would be. But we'll see. Coaching, man, coaching was also another another fun one. Obviously, our kids had back-to-back games on Sunday. Whew. Some of them have never played five-on-five five with a referee, and that was obvious. And the ones that have was also more so obvious. Um, <laughs> it just came to remind me that, you know, I think as we have played sports in our youth, we overlooked practice so many times because we're, you're so much more excited for games, even like high school, middle school, even before middle school. I think if you think back, Desi, I don't know if you played soccer, but soccer Saturday mornings, like you always looked forward to the game. Most of the time was probably for the orange slices at halftime or yeah. whatever yeah. McDonald's yeah. or something you'd get after the game. But for whatever reason, and games just, gravitated to you on an emotional perspective a lot more than practices but when i'm coming to learn as a coach and seeing things is if they're not invested in practice the learning and the games don't necessarily come easy when it's time to yeah quote unquote put it all together right and so we're experiencing that some guys have ex- have taken practice and, and really ran with it. And others are just there because mom and dad dropped them off for an hour and they need some exercise and uh, they don't care too much. And that's fine. It's a rec league. It's not super serious, but you would like to see these kids get better. And the ones that need it the most are the ones that are obviously the least invested, which is yeah. a catch 22. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, moving forward, I'm, I'm hoping to keep these kids engaged. And this was just to see where we're at for the season. So, this was like our, our, I guess, our baseline for what kind of uh, division we'll be in. So we're going to, I don't think we're going to be in the competitive division, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we'll have fun with it, man. Uh, and again, it's all for fun and for Rex. So I'll, more to come with that. Now, Desi, um, you, we mentioned the start of the pod, which we started back in June. Okay. And Damn. we've had a pretty positive run up until now. Uh, with the amount of wins and successes and the reason the pot even started. Yes. And I would be remiss if I didn't come here. And I think our listeners and fans would be like, you guys only talk about the good stuff. You never talk about the bad stuff. So today we oh, are not yes. necessarily going to rant, but we have to address the elephant in the room. Uh, yes. I'm which is Monday night. The A in Arizona belonged to A in LA because we got beat not once but twice by LA. And we have given Clippers and Clippers fans and that entire team and franchise, you know, our two cents. And they beat us without Paul George on Monday night after Mm -hmm. we took a loss to the LA Rams. Yeah. And Let's just, you know, get get it out of the way. Let's just hash it out with uh, uh, starting with the Cardinals. Um, some takeaways. Why are we bad at home? Uh, what does this mean for the division? Why does Josh Spears get to celebrate a fifty percent on the night? Because he's not a Clippers fan, but he he'll take LA over Arizona any day. So, but you know what? I hold on real quick. I I want to put a pen in where you're going 
because I want to state the obvious here. This is what separates us, Cyrus, from the other fans that want to talk their shit. And, and we're speaking to a, a specific amount of our pod fans here in pod family. We love you. But it applies but, to the bigger fans it, out there. It, it, it applies to. We are able to sit back and actually acknowledge some of the areas to which we are sucking and why we should have lost instead of just going ghost. Chase Spears. Also, we give flowers, even if flowers. we take the L, to the team that gave us the L. We don't All dismiss right. it. So No, go ahead. I will say this. Obviously, Matthew Stafford showed up, played phenomenal. Balled the two out. guys that he needed to catch the ball and make plays both did it. OBJ had a great game. Cooper Cup is, you know, the best wide receiver I mean, he's in the, the league he's, to me. He's the background to our pod right now, and I deservedly mean, so, because that catch he, was fucking phenomenal. All of his catches are phenomenal, and he always makes plays. Yeah. But the Rams' offense was even missing Tyler Higby and still just kind of gutted our secondary here and there with did work. just the play yeah. calling. Sony Michelle had another great game. He had back-to-back great rushing games. They're setting up their offense. They look like they've finally gotten out of the slump from the midseason, which yeah. comes to flip. Let's flip the script. The Cardinals. Now, I don't want to take credit away from the Rams, but the Cardinals literally gave up a goal line interception, and Kyler ended up with two picks. But more importantly, what Desi's holding a four up. And we had probably four red zone, four fucking red zone shortcomings. Trips. Because two yeah. of them ended up in field goals, which one of them was a wide-open touchdown if A.J. Green uh, goes inside rather than the outside fade corner. DeAndre Hopkins also doesn't catch a ball with, you know. First which, drop of the season, I think, yeah, if I understood that correctly. Which he made up for, but uh, I'm yeah. talking about the, the end zone ball that was kind of up in the air. That he usually wins those 50-50 balls. Clearly, he's not 100%, but I'm not making excuses. Oh, I thought if you're you on were the talking field, about the crossing route. I'm not crossing route. Not, not that one, but that one also. That the point also. is, the point is, the the Cardinals didn't execute on plays that mattered, and yeah. in the NFL against a divisional rival, first of all, you can't you can't turn over the ball as many times as they did, and two, yeah. you got to execute like on every single play. They all matter, really. They do. James Conner yeah. shows up again, but he can't be the only one on this offense. Kyler had a great game, minus the fact that towards the red zone, we just for whatever reason didn't have it. Um, Again, people are going to point out that, oh, maybe the Cardinals are exposed. I, I don't think so. It wasn't, let's not be, uh, you know, let's not be revis- revisionist here. It was still a close game. And at any yeah. time, I bet if you texted Josh, he was never super confident that they were going to win that game or that the Cardinals no. couldn't come back. And that goes for all of LA's fans. Shoot, the freaking better. I don't know if you saw this, but um, Bleacher Report betting, I you know, it's always fun to watch. But they had a guy that had a $20 parlay that if the Cardinals covered the spread, would have won $100,000 off of $20. Even that Nuts. guy still had confidence that the Cardinals could come back because he never cashed out. <laughs> he he could have cashed out when the Cardinals scored, and it was 27-20, and he never cashed out. Sucks for him, but whatever. you know. Uh, my point being is no one was super sold that the Rams were going to just run away with that win. The Cardinals were always in the game. Yeah. So I say that because you know I, uh, a lot of sports media outlets wanted to kind of Say that the oh, if you ask everyone, done we're for, done. Yeah, we're yeah. We're, we're you ask flop. everyone else, we're done. Our season's yeah. over. We're bad at home. Let me be honest. We're bad at home. No, we lost one game by one possession. Where unfortunately, AJ Green didn't turn the right way. If he catches that ball, they beat Green Bay, and they're still undefeated at that point of the season. 
another game our team doesn't play. We had Colt McCoy after a game on the road. We had no Kyler, no D hop. Um, You know, Chase Edmonds is still out. So a lot of the offense wasn't there, but we got thrashed by Carolina. Fine, whatever. And then this game, this is our, our, our third loss at home or three and three at home, but this is divisional game. We went into LA and whooped that ass. So like mm-hmm. w- nothing was said then, but they come here and barely scrape by a win given how good they played, how poorly we executed on offensive end and defensive end. Again, I'm not taking away from the Rams. They did their job and they got a really key victory on the road, but they didn't do it in some dominating fashion. Like people had it out to see in the beginning of the season, Aaron Donald definitely affected the game. I mean, there's a lot of points, but, you know, I'm not here to do X's and O's and give you all the routes and all that fun stuff. I'm here to kind of generalize the perspective of a Cardinals fan. We hear the outsiders talk and say we're done for, but why are we done for? We played a bad game and that happens. You know, we're, it, we've yeah. gotten over the undefeated part of the season, but we're still in third in the NFC. Anybody could drop a game with these next few weeks coming and we could still, we have a pretty easy schedule going forward if you want to really be honest about things. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, the thing that I would add in there is kind of giving flowers to both sides. I was really happy with Desi, the way our losers don't get flowers. I'm sorry. We have to <laughs> nip that in no, the bud. But I'm a, no, I, <laughs> Hey, I like that. That was off the top of the dome. I could that tell. Was, that was. Um, our defense did really well with what they had. They had horrible field position most of the game. And dude, like Cooper cup is that guy. I mean, the, the dude was fleecing us with every route that he took and OBJ decided to show up too. And, you know, I think for the most part, we were right in those positions outside of a, a couple key plays here and there. So, I mean, I think, you know, our defense did the best that they could with what they had, which was shitty field position because we made stupid ass mistakes. I think the other thing too, is like the, the Rams offense looked really, really great. Like they did a phenomenal job and we couldn't get a whole lot of pressure on Matthew Stafford too. So, you know, it's a, it's one of those games you're like, all right, cool. Hopefully this gives us a bit more info stepping into the, hopefully the next time that we play them. And I, and I really hope that we do. I think the bigger issue for me is that I, I have never been to a Cardinal game in Cardinal stadium where they won. I'm just used to that. So having them play at home, Again, pessimistic fan. I'm already thinking like they're going to lay an egg for this game. Like they they already are. And it's it's frustrating to watch cuz I don't I don't really understand why. I honestly don't want the number 1 seed anymore. Like I would like to go to other places to beat them because for some reason we we play better and I don't really understand it. So I'll put it out this way last year too. The the Bucks were not the number 1 seed. And they cruise to the Super Bowl. So, it, you know, seeding matters, but just getting in the playoff race in general, it's anyone's game. And uh, just so you guys are keeping track, the Cardinals are still undefeated on the road. So mm-hmm. for whoever wants to say, you know, we're exposed, we'll see. We'll see when it really comes down to it. I mean, we play Detroit coming up and <laughs> we should, you know, that should be a nice moral victory for the squad. Hopefully we get out of there dominating fashion. I don't want a close game, but. Yeah. Um, I will acknowledge, you know, LA showed up again. We I've said it the entire NFL season. Divisional games are different. They all, they don't go the way you predict them. They never, anybody can beat anybody and get any given night. And the NFC West is not some pushover division where you can kind of chalk anybody up for a loss, even with the Seahawks and 49ers playing poorly late into the season. 
those aren't just automatic wins for any team having to play. Yeah. So uh, let's let's now yeah, address what the other L in the room, right? We, the Suns dropped a game against the Clippers on Monday. Mm-hmm. Granted, Aiton was missing. Booker's still missing. No Kaminsky. Um, we're pretty thin right now. But to give the Clippers credit, no Paul George. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. no Kawhi. Um, the Morris more senior decided he wanted to be Paul George for the night and really showed up. Reggie Jackson's been having a quietly great season. Yeah. Uh, I'll give the Clippers some credit, man. They, you know, they play to the tune of Ty and people think Ty is not a good coach and yet they're still relevant without stars playing and yeah, um, they're competitive every night and that's as much as the Clippers will get on this pod. So moving on. Nope. Moving on. <laughs> the Suns bounced back last night. You know, unfortunately for the to the expense of your brother. I know. I've he noticed Anthony Anthony this season is kind of um I don't Bro. know what a good description would be, but he's definitely the provider of good feelings to other people in the sense that whoever he's rooting for right now, if you root against them, you'll feel good. Because unfortunately, my man has taken L after L uh this season in in games that Probably emotionally goes just to. tear at him. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't. I mean, I honestly, I said it was a good game, and I know he acknowledged that too. And he's right. The Blazers couldn't close. Um, but it says a lot that Aiton comes back. He's 10 pounds lighter. I don't know if you knew this. He had the flu. He lost 10 pounds, and he posts a monster game. And yeah. it, everyone says, oh, man, Aiton flourishes when Chris is there. I think also Chris flourishes with Aiton there. Like, let's not yeah. get it twisted. Yeah. It's a two-way relationship. The yeah. whole game opens up for Chris. He gets the mid-range jumper when uh, Aiden plays and rolls and dives and all that fun stuff. But went to overtime. Great game. Chris Paul kind of did Chris Paul things and closed it out again. Like it's almost a broken record that I'd love to keep playing. I love this song. So if this is the song I'm singing the rest of this year, tune me in, baby. Spotify wrapped. Just run Chris Paul clutchness. <laughs> I, I want to see that as my top whatever. Okay. All well, the minutes. Well, hold on. Hold on. Now. <laughs> You just gave me a comp right now. So, w- what is that Spotify rap for you? Let's bring in a little, a little music here. So, Chris Paul unwrapped or wrapped rather. Uh, who, who is that? Are who's we that saying for this season? Yeah, yeah. Who's that? Who, who's the uh, music comp for you? Who's the banger? Yeah, that is a tough call. Can I come back to that later in the pod? Let me think okay. that one through. I like the question. Um, I know you kind of. I know and you I don't. <laughs> I know you kind of said that. Uh, I don't think we ever told this story on the pod, dude. <laughs> There's two songs that the Abetas have ruined for you, and Family Ties. Oh, you mentioned was one hundred percent ruined, and then the Weekend can't fill my face. <laughs> also ruined. <laughs> that is a phenomenal story, too, man. Oh god, should we tell this story? I think we should. You know, okay. I think we should. All right, I gotta paint a picture for you for everyone really quickly. It's story time. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas season. So everyone, a, uh, get your cocoa, cool. your Irish, your Irish coffee, your Irish whiskey. We're, like we're gonna diverge. Uh, this is a fun let's one. Go. <laughs> so to paint you a narrative, twenty summer of twenty sixteen, no fifteen, excuse me, summer of twenty fifteen. Anthony Abeda is living with me in San Antonio, Texas, for his internship and what seems to be my last summer in Texas. And the Abetas have a tradition of going to Corpus Christi for Fourth of July weekend and hanging out with their cousins and doing family stuff. And and they drive from Arizona all the way through. And it's beach life, man. It's really cool. So uh, because Anthony's living with me, I get the invite. Hey, come to uh, Fourth of July with us. 
and just be a part of the family for the weekend. I'm like, yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not doing anything and you need a car anyway. So here I am. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And a new song had come out that, that trip. It was uh, because the internet had just came out. 3005 had dropped. Yep. Not really, but um, ongoing joke between Anthony and I. So we played that nonstop. We listened to every Childish Gambino interview, uh, freestyle, back and forth, which, uh, yes. you know, anyways. So music was involved. I think it was honestly Frank Ocean and Childish Gambino the entire trip. Yeah. So we get to we get to uh, Corpus Christi. We're all hanging out. I'm pretty sure this was like literally the first day. Desi, Desi's like hungry and we're like, yeah, let's go get like, let's hit a bar. Let's watch. I think there was a game on that we wanted to watch. It was you. Uh, it was a, it was U of a, a game. No, no, no. It was a uh, USA, USA soccer. Was it? So- we were watching oh, the you're world right, cup. Right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It was soccer. World cup. You're right. You're correct. Yeah. I, I was thinking, I knew there was red, white, and blue and I just default to you. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that sometimes I shouldn't be a little yeah. more patriotic. Should be USA should. first. But <laughs> yeah. U of a bear down. <laughs> you got some obligations. You should probably be way more patriotic, but okay, good. <laughs> so we go to, we go to a bar and uh, we're watching this game. We're drinking a little bit. And uh, Desi's like, yeah, let's get some like clams and oysters and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's dope, man. Like we're on the beach, beach town, you know, beers and oysters sounds dope. All right, cool. So Desi, we all eat, we're all eating the oysters and all this stuff. And it's great. And uh, game goes, you know, we've had a couple beers and we're like, all right, let's go back to the house, keep drinking. Let's go swimming, do whatever. Desi in the car, just like, ah, he's like, man, I'm kind of itchy. I'm like, what's up, man? Like, you just you're just feeling the beer, man. Relax. He's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm like, I'm really like, I'm really itchy right now. And he's like, my throat's kind of closing up. And, and we're like, oh no, uh, you're all right. He's like, honestly, I don't know if I can feel my face. And I at this moment, <laughs> the weekend song Can't Feel My Face was probably the biggest song in the in the country, but also <laughs> comes on the radio. Like, literally, it's like I can't feel my feel face my, not, and I'm just like listening. Yeah. Now, I wasn't paying attention to Desi. I was a little drunk. I'm like, that's a banger. And then, and then Desi at the same time when the song, he's like, no guys, I really cannot feel my face. Feel my- I'm itchy. And he's like, oh yeah, I can't feel my face. Desi, you really in right now. That's so meta of you, man. Hell yeah. He's, so come to find out, we, Desi had, turns out to be allergic to the oysters or has an allergic reaction. We had to go get Benadryl. Yes. We're talking st- like Hitch, like the movie Hitch. Like we're like running in, his face started running well, like down the like aisle, <laughs> looking, and we didn't find actual Benadryl. We had to get ch- children's Benadryl for Desi and like double yeah. the dosage because you know he's not a child. And <laughs> we get to the house, and I'm this is this is the better part of the story in my opinion. We get to the house, and he's like, I, I'm like so I'm burning up, and his and his aunt's like, you know what, come in the pool, I'll put you in the pool. And, uh, you know, we'll like, we'll relax, we'll cool you down. The balance will kick in, you'll feel better. So she's like helping do this, like, you know, nice little treatment, if you will. Yeah. But we were playing music outside because we were kind of chilling. And as Desi's kind of waiting in the water, just like relaxing with his aunt <laughs> on shuffle, on cue, <laughs> I can't feel my face when I'm with you. <laughs> and so that entire trip, man, I was just like, Desi, man, this is your song. So anytime I thought of that, I think of the oysters. And so <laughs> now coming into 2021 anthony abeta visited this year we talked about that in the pod he ruined family ties by baby keem and kendrick for me absolutely ruined don't want to hear that song i honestly i cringe a little when it comes up um but more importantly coming back to your comp right and your question where all this started is who is chris paul on my wrapped and why is it clutch right now yeah 
I honestly, I, I was thinking of like, I was trying to give you a song, so to speak. And I was, I, I keep going back to J. Cole, right? I keep going okay. back to J. Cole and the album. And I was thinking, there's, there, like, I really liked <clears throat> um, the offseason. Me too. But, I, but the I song the that off-season. stuck out to me for from the offseason, I think of like, I, I guess this is a personal comp, is I'm going straight to 95 South. I know it's the first song. I know it's probably not everyone's favorite song. But I mean, there's something about that song that's Cam. <laughs> yeah, it's the Cam. It's the fact that lyrically he takes you from new from new york down to the carolinas via the 95 the 95 is the i-95 interstate 95 he's going south uh there's just a lot of like things like uh, there's so many small minute details that like are within that song and it reminds me of all the small things that chris paul does in the clutchness of the last four minutes of a game where he still just gets you to that win and this is getting you to the you know the carolinas where J. Cole's clearly from. So yes. if I had to pick a song, that's for me. That's my personal analogy. Just that's off the top of the dome. Um, I picked J. Cole because of that, the greatness that that album is, but it always doesn't stand out when the big timers come out, like Drake, Kanye, Kendrick. Yeah. J. Cole catches for whatever reason, though I don't know why. He just catches the shadow a little bit of those people. I'm not saying he's not in their tier, nothing like that. I'm not even comparing them at all. I'm just saying from a fan perspective and the even the the mass genres of the pop culture and J. Cole just doesn't he's not he doesn't get as much as he deserves from yeah. the same people that give the 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 praise and the accolades to Drake and Kanye and, and so on and so yeah. forth. Uh, and that's kind of Chris Paul in his career. He he lives in the shadow of the LeBron and KD and and Steph uh pretty much his entire career, even though everyone acknowledges he's one of the greatest point guards to ever play. Point Regardless guy, of how you feel, the numbers speak yeah. for themselves. Like he is one of the greatest point guards to ever play. Um, so there's that comp. I want to stay on music, Desi. Okay. I think this it only came to me. I like that comp, by the way. Because when when that album did drop and you heard Cam, I was like, oh shit. And I think that let me give you one more analogy. What because you brought this up. Cam being on that is the ability of Chris Paul being able to make any big man yeah. work with him. J. Cole getting Cam back in the studio, and, and Cam is a New York guy, and he gets on a beat and a, a track. I mean, they're both greats, but J. Cole made that work in a sense that not every rapper can make a song work with Cam. Let's be honest. Cam has a the, – the, the dip sets have their style, yeah, and it's it's very love it or hate it from what I can gather in the hip-hop. Well, because the entry – the entry to that song, I can't, I don't know why I can't think of it right now, but it's a sample from something else. I want to say it's from Jay. I'm going to have to look afterwards, come back on the next pod and, and make sure. Cause that, yeah, I like that comp. I personally would have went with family ties cause I don't hate it <laughs> as much as you do. Okay. But why though? Let's, let's get a little bit into the why. We have been starved for anything Kendrick and the fact that, this is kind of his lead into to PG Lang a little bit. Uh, I'm just, I'm excited for it. It's kind of like Chris Paul switching teams and creating a new brand for himself mm-hmm. in this way. So I, I, I love that song personally. I think it, there's everything about it that just hits for me that in any type of mood that I'm in, I can throw that on and be like, all right, I'm good. Okay, Des, 
I want to stay with music, but I need to okay. tie back into this Christmas theme that, you know, it's Christmas time. I think people are in the spirit. We've talked about some stuff. And you heard me playing it earlier off the pod, but um, <laughs> basically, I want to ask you uh, uh, basically what the question was. So what I was listening to earlier, was uh, it was like hip hop songs, but like in Christmas mode, or like Christmas version. Oh, my God. And the song I had on that Desi was listening to was In the Club by 50 Cent. And it was honestly well done. It was very parody, but it was great. So really quickly, is there, I want you to give me a song off the top of your head that you want to hear Christmas, Christmas up. Now that's what that means for those who are like, what is Christmas up? Ooh, Not like lyrically changed so much, but just like has the Christmas jingle and like, uh, it's just, you know, you know what I mean when I say Christmas. Like, All right. I, I didn't even do, I did this on accident, but I just did the E40 sound. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, tell me where to go. <laughs> I'm gonna say I, E40, I want tell that me where to go Christ Christmas. I want that Christmas jingled. I want tell me where to go Christmas jingled. So <laughs> there's gotta be a song there. that Santa plays because he's like kind of lost. Like that should be on Santa's GPS. Yeah, tell me where to go. He's talking to his <laughs> elves, man. Where, where, where's the next house? Ooh, <laughs> tell me where to go. Tell me where to go. Tell me where to go. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of the dreads it would be like shake that beard shake it shake that shake that beard <laughs> bars <laughs> i like it actually i love that that's great all um, right that was, that was actually a good one what is yours i'm sticking with in the club that was fantastic I, first of all that song is is timeless to me and second of all um you know one of the best rap albums start to finish get rich or die trying so hard to argue with that if you just jingle at them and <laughs> you can you can be okay with that um, bro that album like that's all we did back when it released uh that was, was that was, those were the it. cd days i really do miss the those cd, the CD days, days. time you really appreciated the music that you had because if you didn't pick the right cd you were stuck you were screwed yeah like what but are you gonna do with this Can't nowadays you got the, the libraries here <laughs> Yeah, you can. You don't want to, and also you you would burn it just to like share with your friends, like to try and get some more traction. And everyone's like, "No, nah, we didn't buy that for a reason, man. We yeah. knew it wasn't what we wanted." Yeah, we uh, uh we did some uh some family kind of gift exchange where obviously it's Secret Santa, and my wife was like, <laughs> "I love her," uh, but she's so much older soul than I am. Uh, she was like, "So like." should I get someone music? And I'm like, why would you do that? Like it's, it's already readily available on any platform. So yeah, but don't you think that they would like it? Like, no, I don't, don't do that. <laughs> so unless it's vinyl, then we can talk. Oh my gosh. I love this transition. Desi didn't even know, but I'm bringing it up. I went to a white elephant gift exchange last weekend and it was mostly gag you, gifts. Yeah. It was mostly gag gifts. Okay. But they were like pretty awesome. And I have to, so I'm going to, I'm going to present you with items from that. I can remember from the gift. I, first of all, I want you to pick out what you think I, I took and what you think okay. I, I went home with. Okay. And these are off okay. the top of the head. I'm not going to, so what you think, what you were giving versus what you took home. What I, yeah. Yes. Okay. And this was at one of our good friend, Josh and Colleen's house. We play intramurals with them. Um, great, great couple. They hosted. It was awesome. Great food, everything, but <clears throat> back to the gifts. Okay. I'm going to just list out some things. That I can remember off the top of my head. Now, there's about 30 gifts. I'm not going to go through all 30. I'm going to just highlight some of the key ones. Pink bunny suit from um, A Christmas Story from the movie. Well, full on. A Wario from Super Mario Brothers. A Wario hoodie. 
uh, a, a toilet paper, <laughs> like a stack of toilet paper. <laughs> okay. Um, a, Timely gift. I mean, I'm not an Always Sunny fan, and I don't know all the characters, but Danny DeVito's character from Always Sunny as a His pillow. Frank. Frank yes. as a pillow. Okay. And it was a pillow that you could like, you know, you can move your hand and it'll be black and then you swipe your hand down and it's his face. So it's like sequins. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. A weed, a weed gift. It was like shirts and a cup. And then there was joints inside the cup once you opened it up. So like nice. a weed package. Um, ice trays, like a uh, rubber ice trays for your fridge. A hatchet. A squatty potty. And All right, I got my two. I'm gonna. I'm trying to think of like one more that I can remember off the top of my head. It was kind of. Oh, uh, two more. One was a pair of boxers that said, "Here's a big banana," and then it had like a monkey on it. It was actually pretty funny. Um, and then the the last one that I remember is a onesie, uh, American flag romper with eagle wings that also came with it. It was like a patriotic package, if you will. All right. I feel like you just made the last two up kind of like your stupid shrimp nachos and uh, whatever fucking conundrum you came up with. Okay. It had to do sure. with wieners. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say you brought the Wario hoodie. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and say that you took home the squatty potty. So you're 50% correct. Okay. Actually, you're like 25% correct. How does that First of possible? all, none of those were made up. All of them were there. <laughs> and there was more to come too, actually. But I just, we don't have time for that. Two, <laughs> I didn't directly take home the squatty potty. Alana did. Because nice. she wanted that from the jump. I stole it. It got stolen away from me. And then she took the final steal. Dude, the squatty potty is a game changer if you, don't, if you don't have one. Yeah, well, speaking of shit, I'm the one who took... <laughs> The hatchet. Oh, God. <laughs> it was a multi-tool hatchet. I just was like, this is like perfectly useful, but also like who the hell brings a hatchet to a white? Ex <laughs> it was like the perfect like semi-gag gift, but still very useful. Yeah. Still very I useful. ended up with the rubber cube ice trays. Um, yeah. Thankfully so, because the gift that I originally had is the one gift nobody wanted. It was a like a mask, a cloth mask for COVID purposes, but it hung down below your chin and it was like a cat's mouth puking out rainbows. It was the worst gift I've ever seen in my life. I, I have that actually. No, you don't <laughs> like a mask. Yeah. For uh, festivals. I absolutely do. I can go find that thing right now. Oh my God. Well, you would have loved this gift. No one else at this house did. So <laughs> there you go. This leads me into, you know, bringing it back to sports hip hop. Desi, let's say you have to do a white elephant exchange. I already thought about this. <laughs> and I want I want like five people. Uh, granted, you have some of your brothers are there. I'm not going to name which ones. You have okay. some of your friends of the pod there also at this party. I want I, I need five individuals and it has to be mixed group of who's at your white elephant exchange. And then what? Just five people? Sure. Like, who do you want at your white El gift elephant exchange party? That's like a, a hip hop artist or a sports athlete. Oh, okay. I thought you and meant you like think friends. that they would. Okay. And they, you right. think that they would like do well at like they, you know, provide a good gift slash something funny and also receive the gift well, which whatever crap they get. 
Yeah, you know, I'm 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 kind of understanding now that I'm hearing him in other platforms and other ways. I think KD is, has is changing for me because he's kind of a dick, but I think he's kind of a dick to people that he doesn't like, which I I have uh, people in my life just like that. So I'm going to say KD. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Dev. You know, be a big homer here because I also want to see what Kari brings to Christmas. That'd be dope. Um, I'm going to have to say the goat, man, Tom Brady. I, you're going to bring me some crypto stock or something like that, dude. That's that's going to be dope to have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I got two more. My, my boy, Freddie Gibbs. Let's go. Oh, Freddie man. Gibbs coming. <laughs> I got cooked by the dude. internet one time and yeah. has just... Hopped on the Freddie Gibbs train for the rest Bro, of the Bro, he was life. on the Jalen Jacoby show the other day with no shirt. <laughs> they were I like, just want to remind you. our fans that you went to go cape for somebody against Freddie Gibbs originally, okay? Well, it was actually, it kind of uh, blows to your point. They were talking shit about Cole, man. I'm tired of people talking shit about J. Cole. I, I still stand on my, uh, my values here. Freddie Gibbs is not better than J. Cole. I'm going to say it again, and everyone can try to cook me as much as you want. Still not, still not going there. Who's right, the so last one? All right, there's my fourth. Uh, fifth one's Kendrick. Let's go. God, so like I feel like that was predictable. You know what mine are? Mine are gonna be because like you say the same answers on for the last twenty seven <laughs> other <so> episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I want, and I just thought of these people, but I think they'd be fun additions to my what white elephant. First of all, I want Anthony Edwards because I think he's hilarious, and he would just bring some trolley funny gift and he would also just like have good jokes i want vince staples there because he's a wild card i have no idea what he would do he may bring like a toy gun that accidentally has a real bullet in it he may bring some crypto i love the fact that he refuses uh aside from i think sway he refuses to do freestyles (laughs) i love it (laughs) he's like check my album like i'm not doing this for you Loki, I want little Dicky there. I think he would have some weird stuff, but like he would be hilarious to like see his reaction for whatever he oh. got or how he would try and convince someone to steal his gift. Yes. I want Peyton Manning there to because fuck Tom Brady. So that's just to refute <laughs> you. <laughs> and how many is that? Is that four? That's four. Yeah. Last one. Honestly, I think I want Jimmy Butler also there. Jimmy Butler would be a good one. Because, like, he comes off as, like, kind of a hard-ass, but, like, also, like, a bully funny way. Like, I don't know. I think I think Jimmy Butler would be a good addition to my White Elf. Bro, fuck you, okay? This dude got cooked on the internet once. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did, man. <laughs> oh, people Speaking hurt of feelings, cooking, man. man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cooked, uh, I like that list. I don't like it better than mine, but I do like that list. You it's, should. Uh, you just a lot of wild cards. I thought of, I thought of better wild cards yeah. than you. The, no, the, the only one that's bugging me is a little dicky because that that'll be pretty damn hilarious. He would be hilarious. <laughs> Him and Staples in the same room would just yeah. be like coffee. Well, because I, I found I was trying to find a gag gift, and I still might get it, and I might. I haven't been able to find it because I found it randomly, but it was a hat that said to-do list and then right under it said your mom and it was crossed off. <laughs> oh my gosh. I got to find it again. I got to find it on that That is great. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Someone did get, oh, one more gift I remembered is a, a single vinyl of Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas. 
Oh god. Surprisingly not stolen as much as you thought it would be. Really? I, I thought it, yeah, I thought the weed and that would be the two hot items. Honestly, the hatchet was stolen three times and locked up. The DeVito, oh, the Golden Girl shot glasses were also stolen multiple times. I'm just remembering gifts as they come to me. Bro, I love that show. <laughs> that you have just aged yourself again. Bro, I love that. That show is committing hilarious. to being the oldest person ever alive. Bro. <laughs> Who you and LeBron were both there when the three-point line was getting drawn, weren't you? <laughs> Sad thing is he's still playing and you st- you've yeah. retired to the outdoor dad league courts. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I uh, I played again with two other people. Again, that just what do you do this? Like, if you're just shooting hoops <laughs> and you see like a random, do you go up to that person if they're kind of like headphones in, just doing their thing? Do you ask? Like, I don't. I don't bug people. No, I've been I, bothered plenty of times. That's not my move. That it's not my move either. Move. It's a yeah. It's it's a different move. And if that's the type of move that you make, okay, it's it's different. Let me give a quick shout out to Arizona men's and women's basketball, both undefeated yeah. last school in the country for basketball co- collegiate wise undefeated. That's awesome. Um, you know, obviously we're Arizona alumni, so we're very biased, but most of our friends listening understand where that love comes from. Cats mm-hmm. look good. Cats look really good as far. I haven't watched a lot of women's games, so I, I'm not going to speak for that side of the house, but I have watched the men's games and, these guys are winning hard games, and they're, when they're supposed to dominate, they're really dominating. Yeah. Uh, so I want to plug that for half a second. It's refreshing to see a highly motivated offensive team. I, I know we've talked about this offline. Um, I do want to give a little segment to this because a lot of our friends enjoy Arizona basketball. The thing that I, I've given this comp a couple times now, and I want to see how you react, Desi, is this Sean Miller to Tommy Floyd changing of the guard so like that change of coaching and just mentality and the same players because because sean had these same guys last year for for the most part not everybody but for the most part the same guys is very very reminiscent of mark jackson steve kerr and the warriors yeah you, you saw mark jackson have the talent get the talent now he doesn't recruit but you know he dra- they drafted him he, mo- he was molding them getting them the right thing but he just couldn't get over that hump you bring in Steve Kerr, just small tweaks, little bit of things that he, you know, his philosophies and his mentality was like kind of emphasized towards how they want to play, especially on the offensive end, even a little bit on the defensive end. And then they become the, the Warriors franchise that they are, the dynasty. Mm-hmm. This little Arizona segment feels the exact same way. Sean was there year after year, but he couldn't get over the hump. You see Floyd come in, make minor tweaks on the offensive end, and now this team looks unstoppable at times from the from an offensive standpoint. I mean, we're scoring a lot, and the, the defense maybe has taken a, a step back, but the guys on the offensive end look empowered. They're moving mm-hmm. with freedom. We're seeing a lot more shot creation come out of things. We're seeing a lot less sets, and I think that's contributed to the winning that we've done. The last team that Sean did this with was when TJ, when he had TJ and we were undefeated up until the Brandon Ashley foot break. And the only reason I think that team was able to do is because Sean trusted TJ so much that on the court, he was so much of a floor general that he gave him the freedom to kind of do those things. And we don't have a TJ, so to speak, right now. But what we have is 
coach that already gave them the freedom to do that. And you see when Kurt, the biggest couple plays that I can think of, and I don't know if you've watched a ton of games, so forgive me if you if I'm repeating this to you. But one thing I did never never saw a lot of was plays that came off of drives uh, in the Sean Miller era. It was usually drives were off of broken plays or off of handoff screen drive to the basket. Yeah, we're seeing a lot more one on one aspects in this because Floyd has empowered the guys to drive and make the right decision. And we see Kirk Creesa do that when he's giving up the floaters in the second half, he's going up floaters and they're going in. And then off of that, they kind of react and play an offensive that kind of understands that their guard is going to start driving and kicking or, or making plays off of that. And we never yeah. saw that stuff when they're set plays. Uh, you have thoughts on this Des? I mean, I'm sure no, you're I, happy you defeated. You know, yeah, I, no, I definitely am. I mean, even on the women's side too, like Adia Barnes is, is freaking awesome. I'm, you know, always gonna root for her. I was kind of bummed. I didn't get to watch the game from this past uh, this past weekend. You know, my my brother had sent out the text like, "Hey, U of A guys are on, go watch." I didn't get a, I didn't get to watch, but I was really happy that we. Anytime you, from a U of A fan perspective, anytime that you mention Wisconsin or the Fighting Illini, you know, you know what you think about. You know, you think about effing Darren Williams. Uh, ruining our lives in that in that elite eight, dude. So like, I know that we D Brown, yeah, D Brown, point guard. Yeah, I, I didn't get to watch the game. I was kind of sad that I didn't. But obviously, seeing a lot of the highlights, you know, it's it's nice to see, dude. I was not a fan of Sean Miller, and I know it's it's not it's not a big hot take. Uh, it seems for the most part that it's almost fifty fifty when you ask U of A fans. Uh, but I'm happy to see something new, man. He comes from a program that is already vested. I mean, Gonzaga's in every freaking uh, game. I mean, there year is. and after year and after yeah. year. There, There's a reason. There. It's like, it's almost like a cultural shift, man. Like when you come in and you know what that's like, I mean, for any of us who's ever experienced a really shit toxic work culture compared to a really good one, like, you know, you know, who's at the helm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I, I think as it continues to move forward, I don't, I don't necessarily watch a whole lot of college basketball until it gets into January and February uh, when they start planning the, the more of the interleague. And then obviously heading you into like a lot of the conference play, a lot of the conference play. Yeah. I'll That's usually good. watch that or at the very beginning with like the Maui invitational, like I kind of like to see like, all right, who are the top ranked people? Like who are we playing type of thing? So right. um, you know, I'm definitely planning on getting back on uh, the U of A basketball bandwagon if you will to, to watch a bit more games as it steps into january well we're at the 50 minute mark and last night was special in the nba as we kind of transitioned to a little bit of nba talk last night was really special if you don't know steph became the greatest three-point shooter of all time not that that was really in question but by the records and by the numbers he officially put his stamp and his mark in the record books on the game he even finally acknowledged himself as the greatest shooter. He said he was not willing to do that until he had passed the record. Uh, special moment, man. No one's questioning Steph's legacy, anything like that. I think it's just, I think what, one thing that's cool is we get to recognize history and, and know that we're watching legends play because in 20 years we'll look back and like, oh man, when people try and say, oh, Steph could never play in this era, we'll be like, no man, he would crush this era kind of thing we'll be the people we'll be the bill simmons uh caping for the legends that we saw break the records in the 20 years when new guys are there doing you know things yeah. special that at, for their time 
Um, same way probably that they thought of Larry, Michael, Magic, all those guys. I know a lot of us didn't grow up watching that era or really yeah. caught the tail end of it. We've all grown up with Kobe, LeBron, KD, Steph, mm-hmm. you know, all these guys. So he he did in the Mecca, which is, you know, he, there was a storyline for anywhere it's he was going to do, do it. it. But that's a yeah. cool place to do it. Uh, shout out to New York fans for giving him that moment. Embracing that, yeah. Embracing it. They, they knew. It's one of those things where, you know, game aside – one, you get to see a legend do something, and two, like, it's just you're getting to be a part of history. So don't don't be a jerk about it. Just embrace the fact that you're there to witness it in person. And, and um, you know, it was great. And th- I know you're going to enjoy this because obviously uh, the Pacer and Reggie fan that that you were, uh, the fact that Reggie was there too, with how much the Garden kind of meant for Reggie in his career. Uh, there's just, there's just a bunch about the moment that I was like, I'm really glad. I don't know if there was a timeout call so that they could celebrate. I don't, I don't, there was, they definitely stopped, you know, they got a stoppage. Like they had, they had something right. Uh, It was kind of cool for the NBA to to do that, to let him have his moment. You know, he obviously got to embrace everyone. I'm going to ask you, did you see that Ray Allen uh, comment beforehand? Which they had, well, they, I think they had asked him like, you know, who who do you think still is going to be the best three point shooter? And, he pretty much gave like the the Anthony Abeda like debatable, and I was I, I was kind of thinking to myself, as an athlete, like you want to believe that you're competitive across all generations, but then does it go back to that same argument when we look at goats? Like, okay, well, how many rings did they did they win? Is it the same thing here? Like, okay, Steph is is now the three point leader. He is the best, or like how do, how do you argue other people? Because the game has changed. We've talked about this more. Yeah, so I might come off as a homer with some of my argument here. I think you're I, going to. And I am okay with that. But I will say, yeah. of course, Steph's the leader and he's the greatest. And, you know, the eye test says Steph is he's just yeah, one right? of the greatest, right? Yeah. The eye test proves it. But to Reggie and Ray's defense, those guys played in a different style of basketball. They played yeah. in the era that dominated was dominated by Shaq and Hakeem and Tim Duncan. My point being is it was inside out, not outside in like it is today. You yeah. always went inside first and you played off always. of how your big man went or you 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 moved off of the the inside play to kind of get yourself open as a, as a outlet pass or as a kind of relieve if if a double team came or some some sticks or whatever. So Reggie and Ray did those crazy numbers in eras that didn't even shoot that much. And the fact that Steph did it in like 500 less games is my point entirety. It They didn't have the games and the volume that Steph does in today's world. So, of course, he should get there with his talent and his immense ability to shoot the ball from deep. Mm-hmm. He also changed the game. Like, we have to give credit where credit's due. He changed the game. The game literally changed because he could do what he could do. Yeah. Now, in Ray and Reggie's standpoints, they didn't change the game. Their game was just so good, and they could shoot at such a high level and hut, such a high percentage Very high that, level. That, that naturally the game gravitated to what they're really good at, but they didn't change it, if that makes sense. They weren't so yeah. much of a focal point to – oh, we should actually utilize this in our game plans now. You know what I mean? I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm coming across with what I'm thinking here, but if you're listening and you've watched basketball throughout these years, again, Reggie and Ray were so good at their job. 
but they never changed the game. Steph yeah. is both. He's changed the game, and he was so good at his job. So he, to me, is still the greatest. But I think if you plugged Reggie or Ray in this era with their ability, that Definitely. record would be a lot tighter and a lot closer. And those numbers might be a lot higher for Reggie and Ray, and Steph would take a little longer. to. Get. Would Steph get there? Yes, I think he would. But would yeah. Steph get there right now? I don't think so. I think it would take a couple more seasons because I think the numbers would be higher if Reggie and Ray got the chance. Yeah. Okay. All right. So for our pod listeners out there, I, I want you to do a couple of things because I, I think that this is an ongoing argument. Cyrus, I absolutely agree with, with what you're talking about. So for pod listeners, do us a favor. If you disagree with us, please talk shit. <laughs> like, and, I, and I think that's okay. So or if I miss something, at, if I'm missing a point, point it out because I, yeah, I want to hear what we're, I, where your thoughts are at. Yeah. So I think another piece here, and I'll make sure that I throw it for those that are going to view this through Spotify. Spotify gives us the option of creating polls um, of agreeing and disagreeing with us. Cause I, I agree. I think for me, if you put Reggie and Ray Allen into today's game, they adapt and it's, it's, they get the Reggie green light and Ray Allen way. would be doing what clay does. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. they could do the whole 60 and three quarters or, you know, th those guys were like literally on the exact same level. If not, if they're both better than clay, in my opinion, with the three point regard, are they, I don't know if they're better players. They, you know, that's, that's also another debate, but, but you're yeah. right. I those guys play. plug and play. And so yeah. Steph also plugs and plays in their world. I'm never yeah. going to say that he doesn't legends plug and play. No matter there, they're just legends for a reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure we've already seen this meme, but like the, uh, self-defense guy where he's just like muscling people like out of the circle. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is what it's like to have when, when, uh, Steph is playing, just trying to get a three ball up. Like he's also, I hate OBJ for help. doing that touchdown celebration, but that was funny. He's, was, he's two for so two. Good. He's two for two on touchdown celebrations. He did that. And the, uh, call of duty, um, self revive. Like, I, I know you don't is that play what call that of is? duty. Yeah. I, when he, I didn't when get he's it. Laying I was on like, the ground and he self an epi pen. Like I didn't, yeah, it's it didn't make a sense. Okay. It's a part All of the right. game. You gotta be, you know, with the kids. Okay. I did it. I, <laughs> I did it. Uh, we've already talked about this, man. I'm not a gamer. I stopped gaming in college when I, uh, Started getting bad grades. I'm like, all right, fuck this. Back <laughs> in your back when you were playing the Atari. Together. You, you you had the Atari? Uh no, it was actually Madden, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> you met John Madden? You guys were playing paper football? <laughs> you guys were just kicking it across the lunch table back in your day. All right. Shut the <laughs> hell up. Okay. All right. So we got I got a hard stop at the top of the hour here. So we got uh, a little bit more than 15 minutes left. Cool. Speaking of Madden, let's head into NFL stuff a little bit more. Okay, let's check well, my record. Let's do takes. Let's do all that. All right. Well, let's review last week really quickly because um, these fucking know, lions, bro. I'm not. I'm. I'm over you guys. Last week was. I don't. I think I remember correctly. I think the favorites were like eleven and two or something crazy like that stat. Mm -hmm. So favorites were the favorite <laughs> for a reason. Um, Thursday's game was like a blowout, and then all of a sudden the Steelers decided that they might actually come back and try and win the game. Yeah. And I love that they lost, and I love that Claypool was dancing I when the way that they think, lost. That just and still and still he's like, we lost because they grabbed the ball. And I'm like, bro, come on, man. Like, take some responsibility. Yeah. I love what Ryan Clark said. What do he say As, for those that didn't hear I, it? I'm gonna I'm gonna probably butcher it, but Ryan Clark is the man. He said on Give get us up. your synopsis. Um this man is so underdeveloped mentally compared to how overdeveloped he is physically. 
And when he gets to balance that out, he will become a great player. So I, he's a kid. I, when I, he's a kid. He's a kid. It, exactly. So when I heard that, I was like, oh, 100%. Yeah, that was stupid. That was really dumb stupid and selfish. And then afterwards getting mad because they're like, no, give them the ball. Like, dude, if I was that old lineman, like, hey, see me in the locker room. I'm going to whoop your ass. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> if there's three themes that you can pick on Desi for, it's one, we're going to fight about it. Kendrick we'll something afterwards. and uh, <laughs> how old he is. Okay. So <laughs> if, you, if you need to describe Desi, there it is. Uh, three things. Of course oh. though, the Vikings have another close call game. Like what the hell, man? That's a culture there. I, I know we talk about culture a lot. They literally have this. Can There's we something. barely scrape by culture? I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Browns, Ravens, Lamar got hurt and the Ravens still almost won. I want to point out a, a stat fan sign in the building real quick Four offside or onside kicks were recovered this weekend. That's like insane. And, and I guess yeah. in the last three years, like only four total had been recovered or something. Ravens yeah. being one of them, I was watching it, had a bet involved with that one. They definitely screwed us, but Browns escape. I still don't think they're that good, but you know, no, they're five either. and two at home now. And the Ravens are kind of dropping down a little bit in the AFC and we'll drop more if Lamar's obviously hurt. So we'll, we'll find out more on that. You have any thoughts? Uh, I mean, we, we kind of talked about it. I mean, this isn't, it is very much football related, but it's not X's, X's and O's, uh, from that standpoint. But as of yesterday, 75 plus players, uh, popping positive for COVID man. Uh, I know OBJ, like I have him on my fantasy heading into the playoffs right now. He's on COVID reserve. You know, he's going to have to take two negative tests in the next 24 hours because he is in fact vaccinated. But yeah, man, it'll be, it'll be an interesting week and has been. I'm surprised that we haven't come up as uh, any positive cases. I mean, they asked they ask Cliff that question pregame. You know, how are you going to deal with this now that people are, uh, like, you know, they're starting to get outbreaks? And he had just said, like, we've encountered it before. We're making sure our guys are doing what they need to do. So wear your masks. Get your boosters. I'll say that. Yep. Yeah, Small yep. plug for health. Okay, yep. <laughs> back to football. Now, we don't really care about Urban Meyer here, but Titans did give them a 20 oh But God. can we just... I'm so happy about Two that. questions, two questions from this game. One, does Urban even get a second season in Jacksonville? Not, not to biases aside, hatred aside. Like, le- le- just take some logic here and then just kind of give your unbiased opinion. Does he get a second year in Jacksonville, given how badly they are? playing right now and have looked this entire season it is so hard to put biases aside and be objective here also if you look at trajectory like is he making your number one pick better Better? is he making guys better is he creating more harmony in the locker room guys want to do anything for him the answer is the answer is no i would have fired him three weeks ago yeah like uh, I forgot the owner's name. Um, Shah, I think it's like, it's like Shah Khan, right? Yeah, right? Shah Khan. I, I was gonna say I was gonna say Shaka Khan. But I was like, that's not right. <laughs> um, yeah, man, you gotta fire this dude. Also, but second also question, think- second question, because we I know you're we got a time crunch, so okay. I don't mean to cut your thought off, but I'd like to get through all these games. But let me second question. <laughs> yes, uh, Lawrence is he a bust? He threw four picks. I I don't think so. I I do you blame it on coaching? I do. Okay. I, I do. So if he I gets a new really coach, hard. he gets a fair, clean slate to evaluate him on. 
from you, from Desi. We, we are also talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I think they from had, a they had a run. We talked about this. Blake Bortles almost got them to a Super Bowl. Like I'm not going to, I know who's Blake Bortles, right? But my point is they've had talent Damn. come through there. They've had a lot of good guys. They had Maurice Jones drew back in the day. You had Jalen Ramsey. You've had a lot of decent talent. Uh, Mercedes Lewis, like, Lenny Guys, that, their names kind of stand out. Leonard Fournette is so, yeah, it's a cultural thing, but like, I think it's definitely some coaching. Anyways, moving on. The yeah. Chiefs uh, ransack the Raiders. Um, the Chiefs are absolutely back. And if I'm sorry, if you know, I, I'm not going to go look and see what I said, but man, if I said some bad stuff, I'm sorry because I, they don't, I don't look like they don't look like a team I want to see right now. Yeah. Their Not right now. Still killing it. Um, I mean, forty-eight to nine. <laughs> yeah, Raiders. Raiders got to feel uh, some sort of bad. Well, the Gruden, uh, the Gruden effects are finally setting in. I think you know. Yeah. Locker, you know, the locker room's not as pumped up anymore. Yeah, they're dancing on the logo. Don't like, do that. You can't. You can't get beat by that much if you're doing that. Sorry. Saints Jets thirty-nine. No one's surprised. Um, your boy Zach Wilson did nothing. Mm-mm. Cowboys. Washington was actually came down a, li- a lot closer than people might have anticipated. Um, quick thoughts. Back and Zeke, another another fucking goose egg on the uh, fantasy side. Y'all need to get your shit together, man. They're, yeah, they've but I'm also re- they've regressed. I'm also really happy. Yeah, I'm also really happy that the Cowboys aren't doing well though. But well, they're still nine and four and in the fourth spot in the NFC, so they're still a team to recognize and be yeah. scared of. But uh, they've regressed a little. We'll see how they finish off the season and heading we play over there right i think we do on january 2nd yep day after my birthday i thought about going (laughs) love it love it falcons panthers roe and ronnie get a dub they are actually still in the hunt for a wild card in the nfc we knew that was gonna happen yeah yeah matt ryan just can't be really written off ever he's philip rivers of the east until (laughs) philip rivers came out east except i I like matt ryan i hate phil philip Rivers. yeah yeah um okay Seahawks, Texans, um, more moral a, victory, moral victory. Yeah, you know, moral victory. Anthony, got I mean, one, we got we said that. Uh, we said I, I think if I remember correctly that the Texans would get six points, and I think when I checked on it, maybe in the second quarter, a game was tied. Uh, I'm, I think almost in the twenties. It's like damn. Well, that game ended up thirty-three thirteen. So okay, so it was in the it was the thirteens then. <clears throat> uh, Broncos, Lions. 3810. Uh Cardinals better show up and do the exact same thing. That's all I'll say about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Chargers Giants also no one's surprised there. Herbert three touchdowns looking great. Uh are you shocked at 49ers Bengals? They went to OT. The Bengals could not score after all that momentum and coming back and and then Jimmy G leads him down Kittle with a monster game, dude. Bro, Kittle yeah, Anthony said this in one of our chats. Kittle's the man, dude. Are you afraid that the 49ers might make also a late push here coming up? No, no. I, I think I I would very much fear the uh, Rams over the Niners. I feel like we, uh, we're good. Ooh, this game. <sighs> sorry, Taylor DeVita. I am very sorry. Also, Lincoln DeVita, who is a Bills fan. <laughs> Tom Brady still owns the Buffalo Bills. He does. But yes. 
they I mean Bucks Bills, the Buccaneers win. I will say two blown calls by Tampa Bay on their defense. They had All two right, me, holding slash. Let me ask PIs. you, are you t- are you talking about the one in the red zone where it was the fade route on the left hand side? Are you talking about that? I'm talking about the I don't remember what play exactly, to be honest, but I distinctly remember the the Bills wide receivers just getting held and can't even grab the ball and they called nothing no flag, nothing. It was pretty much a key play. I just can't remember off the top of my head. Right okay. Now. I wasn't sure if that was because I was like, they're both fighting for the ball. Like, how do you even how do you even call that? Um yeah, I mean, I, I saw uh, I saw a friend of the pod, Taylor's tweet, you know, something to the tune of... He hates you know, somebody not, he's never met. <laughs> yeah, and also, if you're not looking at Josh Allen as a top five QB, which kind of brings in that we... Uh, well, you're not going to say we, because you're going to let me take this fall, but I said he's eggnog. <laughs> well, I just... Okay, so... The man willed... The man, dude, I, I want him to do well. I, I said it before and I know I get tagged for it. Like I just I don't see the Bills winning a Super Bowl. I don't see them being a really big contender. I just I just don't. I guess where Taylor lost me on that, and, and it's fine. I, I agree he's played really well. He has awesome stats and stuff, but when you can't score against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who we were talking about, and you you have some of these these like that game was nine to six, if I remember correctly. And then against the Patriots, you can't, you also 14 to 10 and Mac Jones didn't even freaking throw the ball. Like I granted weather might've played a factor. Fine. You got beat by the Colts, like 41, 15. Like there, there's some bad losses to where if we're arguing for Josh Allen, some of those, I mean, you got to take the good and the bad. Right. And that's a, those are bad losses in my opinion. Yeah. And, And you don't, you're not a, top five i guess i mean i guess he's still in the top five but there's other players with similar records for their team that are not losing to the jacksonville jaguars like they're losing to like you know the bills have given up a few games right there uh i believe they're seven and six but some of those losses are to bad teams right and some of them are to good teams so uh we're gonna see how it finishes out i'm i'm not rooting against them. I'm definitely not in the same boat of Desi saying that they are not championship caliber, but they are not putting it together at the right time of the season. They started it off well, but they're not finishing strong and that's going to play into how this playoffs look. Uh, Bears Packers just don't taunt Aaron Rodgers. That's the message. Stupid. Bears. And then we already kind of discussed the Rams Cardinals, Um, you know, uh, looking to next week. Let's, we got rapid fire. I think we have five minutes left. Desi, let's get it in within yeah, the next five go. minutes. We have a Thursday night matchup, divisional, Kansas City, Los Angeles Rams. Let me get out the notepad so I can track these and get the stats for next week. We'll, we'll review Desi's uh, track record again. Uh, yeah. Kansas City at Los Angeles Chargers. I want to remind you the Chargers did beat Kansas City earlier in the season. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, it'll be a revenge game. Let's go Chiefs. Raiders at Browns. Ooh, that is not a fun one to watch, but that'll no be a Saturday night matchup. It's a Saturday one. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Browns do something kind of different on Saturdays for some reason. Uh, let's go Browns. This game, like subtle rivalry that that exists, despite the reason the rivalry even started, now retired slash gone. New England Patriots at Indianapolis Colts. So you know they kind of hate each other. 
And they've had a rivalry thanks to Peyton and Tom. Yeah. This is yeah. a prove-it uh, game for Indy. This is a keep-our-lead game for, like, New England. Like, New England can't afford to just coast through this one. but Because Indy's – they're in, it's in Indy, so – Bro, uh, I'm going to trust Bill Belichick, man. I feel like he's going to stop your boy, uh, JT. So let's go. Uh, My boy Patriots. is uh, Kyler Murray. He plays for the Arizona Cardinals. No, no, no. You, you know what I meant. So shut up. Go. I don't know what you meant. Um, <laughs> redemption for the Bills, Carolina at Buffalo. Do they get this W? Uh, Yeah, they do. Bills. They have to. If yes. Josh Allen's going to be top five, you have to go win this game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I you got to do it in a dominating fashion. You had a really good game last week, minus the loss. Come back again. and do it again. Yeah. Cardinals, Lions, we're not even going to ask. I'll lose my mind if it happens. That is somewhat of a trap game, but I will be so upset. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But, I mean, we're still rooting for our boys. Yeah. Jets at Miami. Absolutely weirdo game. Yeah. Let's go, Tua. Let's go, Miami. I'll ride, Tua. <laughs> it's Tua even playing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he, he's in and out of games, dude. He, I don't know. He got tackled and it was too hard. I don't know. Another divisional game for the Cowboys. So Cowboys at Giants, who I don't know why, but the Giants seem like they always get them at weird times. But yeah, who knows? yeah. Let's think? go Cowboys. Let's go Cowboys. Sticking with them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we got the Washington Football Team, Roy P. Baby versus Desi and Nico. I mean. David, I always do that. I think Desi and Nico just flows off the tongue a little easier than yeah. David and Nico. Maybe I should go Nico and David. That might sound better. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, they're coming yeah. out by. You're always I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Roy P can suck a dia. Uh, let's go with Eagles. Oh, he's going to Eagles. I thought he I thought he was gonna switch it up on us. No. WFT, not for me. Is that what you're saying? Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh Titans, not my favorite franchise versus Definitely not my favorite franchise, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's go Titans. We don't we don't root for the Steelers on this pod. That was full on bias, but fair. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, awful <laughs> bottom of the barrel. Oh god. Honestly, somebody should get this game off. Houston at Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Houston. <laughs> Texans. Okay. Let's go, baby. <laughs> uh, orange versus orange. <laughs> Bengals at Denver. Oh God! Actually, yeah, I'm gonna go with Bengals. Bengals, Broncos, Bengals. Goes yeah. Bengals. Yeah, let's go Bengals. Row and Ronnie take to the Bay. Falcons at San Fran. Ah, uh, shoot! I'm gonna go with San Fran. Going with Jimmy. J- you think Jimmy G and Jimmy uh, G and his boy Jimmy G and the kid. Yeah. Ooh, divisional game. We have a bias, but we'll see where it goes. Hawks at Rams. Anthony versus Josh. Let's go Hawks. <laughs> go Hawks. Ugh, yuck. It, even, it doesn't even feel good saying it, but. I know. All right. Uh, Green Bay at Baltimore. Let's assume Lamar is not playing. Uh, We'll go Green Bay. Does it change Lamar, if Lamar is playing? No, I don't. Yeah, I think Green Bay. I hate saying it, man, but they're 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 getting hot when they need to right now, and I, I hate it. Last two coming in: uh, Saints at Tampa, divisional game. Tampa, they, weird weird games, dude. I'm gonna go ahead and say that Tampa gets this one. Redemption game for Tampa. Yeah, and then last but not least, 
probably a game no one cares about. Monday night football. <sighs> Stupid Minnesota with their can we lose it or win it in the last three seconds versus the dumpster fire that is the Chicago Bears. Who oh, looked good last week, minus the fact that they got stomped All in the right. second half. Let's go, Vikings. Let's see what you can do. <laughs> He's going with Kirk and the boys with the uh, cousins. Okay, and that will take us into Christmas week. So, all right, we got them down. I think we hit it right in five minutes. So yep. we'll see how the predictions go. With that said, I think we'll close out the pod there. We'll save it. All the fun stuff for next week. Um, I think we got a big food episode next week. So it'll be probably food and football and Christmas. So if you're looking forward hey. to that, get in with us. Desi, I need you to do your homework. I need you to watch some Christmas movies. We got to talk about them. Yes, 100%. I don't know how you feel about this, but since we are actually going to be in person, uh, I was kind of thinking of an in-person uh, white elephant <laughs> pod. <laughs> that might be fun. Do we also have a live commentary. crowd with some of our yeah. friends there? Yeah, we do. <laughs> As hecklers? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, maybe we bring an extra mic and like, sir, if you'd like to come onto the mic, go ahead and voice your I, opinion. And then we we'll debate so. it. Yeah. Well, maybe we do that. Bring That'd your mic. Bring I'll your bring mic. It. Okay. Bring it. All right. All right. What's up people. Uh, as always, we love y'all. Uh, I'm not saying red sea rise up today. Cause, uh, y'all are pissing me off, but yeah, go ahead. Cy. Go sons. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I'm still going to be positive, man. We still coming. We're still 10 and three, baby. We coming. Red sea, baby. Rise up. Let's go. We coming. <laughs> NFC, you know. Later, y'all.